The Great Awakening is upon us. Dr. Vladimir Zelenko provides a warning and direction for the future. And Rhode Island Reds kicks off a new series. You are listening to the largest and fastest growing conservative podcast in Rhode Island. Rhode Island Reds, the podcast. Send lawyers, guns, and money. The shit has hit the fan. Oh yeah, welcome back to Rhode Island Reds, the podcast. I'm in the studio here with Ryan Noel. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing great, Colin. How did I talk like that? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you got a great radio voice. Uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. I'm glad to have you here. Uh, Ryan's been wanting to come on for a while now. I'd say probably a few months at least. Yeah, maybe and a few years. Who knows? He, he finally got away from the wife, you know. Yeah. We, we, we let her know we're all safe in the studio. Yeah. He made it. And, uh, strip club. <laughs> we, we're going to strip club after now. <laughs> just, just, um, just kidding, babe. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's here. And we were actually just talking about something funny. We're all, we're all we're always talking about our business um, ideas, and obviously, Ryan Reds is one of them. Um, and Ryan Ryan does the, his painting business. Uh, I'm just uh, working stiff nine to five, but uh, he's got his own business, and he was thinking about getting into this next business. And and I was actually like, kind of like, oh man, you're gonna do this. So tell us a little about your next business venture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, first off, you're being pretty humble because you usually work about like twelve to two. Yeah. And uh, you know, have, have, <laughs> I'm just kidding, but uh. Anyhow, so yeah, I uh, actually was watching a movie. I don't even remember the name of the movie, but it was about these girls, and they ended up starting a business cleaning up after um, homicides and and stuff like that. But uh, I have uh, you know I have someone close to me that had an overdose, and I saw that when they when they came in and cleaned her room out, they took like furniture and sprayed for like something that would neutralize fentanyl or whatnot. Yeah, but uh. So I was like, and I saw the bill, they charged 2800 they were in and out in an hour, and I'm like, that's a good idea, you know? Right, so, right. And, and there's yeah. probably not many people doing it, right? N- not really, you know? There's a couple big names, but, you know, as long as you can get in with the right people. Remember, that's actually yeah. my daughter's mother, so that's even a little oh, more no. pathetic. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That's all right. Hey, things happen. Oh, jeez. I thought you were talking about someone else. No, 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 no problem. I'm going to have no to problem. edit this part out. <laughs> no, keep it in there. <laughs> Sounds good, though. Oh, Jesus. But, uh, anyhow. Well, anyway, I guess we're always looking, we're, our entrepreneurial spirit, always looking for oh, Always looking, even in even in times when you're kind of yeah. mourning a death. You know, some guy's mad his wife's cheating on him, blows his brains out, gets it all over the ceiling, clean it up, and you know, take care. Yeah, of Yeah, so you'd be the guy, the ecology guy, coming in and yep. cleaning up the brains off the wall, yep, and, getting rid of all the waste, whatever. And you already got the painting down, so I already got the paint down, you know, <laughs> and I already got the van for it. Just go in and you know, slap. <laughs> He's already got the shady van. People, get, they say you gotta do like put like a biohazard stickers on, like my paint customer is gonna ask why i have this big biohazard oh, stand. Yeah, absolutely yeah, there's brains in the back don't do, i see a body yeah. in the back of my van if you want to see yeah. it check it out i got brains in the back don't check it out don't check it out please oh man that's intense i can't believe you're thinking about doing it but i wish you the best of luck if you really do go through with this you freaking madman yeah thank you thank you you never know i've started about 20 businesses and never did them so ain't no telling hey hey you know this could be the one yeah. You just it's kind of weird though because your whole business model will be like damn it not enough people killed themselves yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're like rooting I'll against I'll stop putting out sad content try to yeah. make people dwell on life. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Your commercial's just like your life sucks. <laughs> Blow your brains out. I'll come clean it up. Yeah, I'll come clean it. Ryan Noel. So if I were you like for a business name I would just go with something absolutely like insanely generic like the murder guy. The murder guy. <laughs> I never even thought about a business name, to be honest. I'm not even that far into the game. You should call it, like, Hillary Clinton's cleanup crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clean up after the Clintons. Did you get suicided? <laughs> well, uh, so I don't even remember what I had for the intros because I pre-record my intros sometimes. But I do know this. I know we're starting off the show with what we're calling the Great Awakening. And you hear this a lot in the conservative movement where... It's a saying, the great awakening, right? Like people are waking up to this idea that 
our government is for us and that they're trying to really help us with COVID and save us from COVID deaths. People are waking up. Everyone's seeing all the lies. I mean, we're seeing the CNN people get fired. We're seeing um, Chris Cuomo get fired and then his producer is like some straight up pedophile and all this crazy stuff in the world. And we're starting to realize, hey, all those conspiracy theorists, they might have been right because there is something a little more sinister, don't you think, Ryan, to what's going on out there? Yes, for sure. There's a little bit of like some evil going on right? oh yeah i mean um even uh you know I, I i did some research uh years ago into the clintons and stuff and uh you oh, know she definitely went down that hole huh? yeah yeah big big rabbit hole but she 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 was big into uh witchcraft and stuff you know really? and, and their honeymoon was in um haiti oh and I, I did hear about i this. don't know yes. about you but voodoo you know stuff. i'm trying to go to hawaii or something i'm not yeah. going to haiti and you know they, they went to a voodoo uh ritual or something like that oh to give them like power yeah. or something oh <laughs> so, man yeah it's it's uh we're gonna have to do an episode yeah on it's that. one one of those things where basically practice a lot of evil and and you could see it you know kind of shows in their life and everything and i mean it absolutely does you got all these people like they're they're running these non-charities that like make no money and just profit all themselves and yep. everything they do i mean everything everyone they come around that that goes against them ends up dying in some weird way and it's like all right so we're so we're, we're starting to see that these people are sinister it wasn't all in our head um, these people definitely need to go. They're occupiers. They're not defenders of our freedom. They're not defenders of democracy. They're not defending the nation that God made for us. Um, there's really something to this. It's more of an uh, agenda than you keepers, you know what I mean? Yes, Basically, yes. gatekeepers. And, which is kind of crazy. You know, you, sometimes you think it's about money and power, but it, 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 there is a whole agenda to it which i mean it gets deep but it's it's it gets so deep that it's almost beyond comprehension and that's why Mm -hmm, you have these mm -hmm. conspiracy theories and you have like you have conspiracy theories and people saying no no that would never happen that would never happen and then meanwhile you have bill gates like literally vaccinating like africa for no reason like doing all sorts of experiments and all the people are still going no no that would never happen that would never happen he's really just looking out for us no he doesn't care about you people just get one thing straight no one that rich or that powerful cares about you. That's all we need to know. Mm-hmm. So so start there and then move on to this this great awakening we're seeing where in Australia there are straight up covid camps. If you have covid and they think you're going to spread it, they're shipping you off to a camp and you are literally locked in. There's military and, and police personnel that will stop you at the your covid camp door. It is beyond wow. this is is this not Nazi Germany stuff? Is anyone yeah. <laughs> are we forgetting our own history? And this is why they want to erase history, people, because they don't want you to learn from it. They don't want you to remember all the bad things that happened. Mm-hmm. They want to. They want to tell you that no, this is different. It's different this time. It's different. It's, we're doing it because of COVID. We're doing it because of this. But that one, that one um, saying from a, a, I think it was Andrew Jackson or one of the old presidents. The largest tyrannies come from the most virtuous of causes. Which meaning they'll they'll always say it's in the name of science or health or you know it's it's for your good right mm-hmm, Ryan mm-hmm. we're doing this for your good we're locking you in a cage for your own mm-hmm, good I yeah mean, otherwise you'd hurt yourself or others right mm-hmm. it's like no so we're we're waking up to it we're seeing back in the day uh, a couple years back remember Hong Kong mm-hmm. was flying the American flag and they were still fighting for their freedom and then China came in and crushed that mm-hmm. uh, we're seeing it in Australia like I just mentioned. Uh, we're not seeing the USA like we used to. We used to influence other nations. We used to be the, the leader. We'd be the spotlight for this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You see this stuff happening. We would come in and say, yeah, let democracy. We, we would advocate for that. But we're not seeing that. We're seeing more. And I don't know if you've noticed this, Ryan, but we're kind of seeing like that people know. I think the powerful people know that China is on the rise. Mm-hmm. And they're not trying to be you know, the enemies of the new superpower. Yeah. They're trying to be the friend. That Am actually I wrong? makes sense. I actually never thought of it that way, and that makes, you know, that, it that's makes, actually it's, very logical. It makes logical. more sense, right? It's more logical. It's They know, listen, our CIA knows what China can do. They know their capabilities. Like, they just launched mm-hmm. the uh, nuclear weapon that goes yeah, into space. That, well, yeah. they all kind of do the super, the intercontinental ones the ballistic ones but this one like goes way out of way out of into space and back in like you're not stopping it basically is what, uh, is what it is kind of travels into space so you can't yeah, keep track of it you can't yeah back, yeah you know? exactly so they've got these um you know they're they've got this all this stuff they're they're working on um and you know we we have some stuff too but we're way behind them and and we know that they're stealing our stuff we're behind them on they're smarter than us yeah, so what they did they're, they're they are they hacked into our computers they stole all of our intelligence and all of our stuff because we're they're years ahead of us on computer mm-hmm. hacking so all they have to do ryan i don't have to steal your i'm just gonna hack your computers and know everything you know and that's all they're doing so when we were getting all those attacks years ago 
just to let you know, that's what that was. They're mm-hmm. stealing our technology. So, you know, Trump kind of threw a wrench into China's plan. Now, China, for those of you that don't know out there, it's actually publicized. Like, China's not a, not hiding this, that they want to be the world superpower by 2049. That's their plan. They have a long-term goal. 2049 was is the date. They want to be the world superpower, meaning the American dollar is no longer the dominant dollar. It's the Chinese, you know, yen or whatever they call it. And Trump threw a wrench into that plan. So Trump was the big wrench. And that's kind of why you saw this COVID. Mm-hmm. We're starting to find out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ryan has said he hasn't been paying a lot of attention to the news lately, but we're hearing murmurs of, and this was on the last episode we ran, or one of the last couple, that this was intentional, Ryan. It's yeah, coming I, out more and more. I totally believe that, too. And like you said, with uh, consp- in regards to conspiracy theories, it's funny because I always think back, like, not just COVID, even pre-COVID or during the beginning stages of COVID, you know, you see things on Facebook or in the news, but <clears throat> there was a lot of talk of, like, people saying, oh, you know, they, they're going to vaccinate, they're going to make us get vaccinations, and uh, they're going to force us to, and then obviously they throw in the microchip thing sometimes, but... I remember people saying they would never force us to get back vaccinated. That's uh, against our constitutional rights and all this stuff. And I was like, I wouldn't put it beyond them. No. And, you know, now they really are making us get vaccinated. You know, it's yeah, uh, it's always the <laughs> things that we used to talk about that. No, that would never happen. That would never happen. And now it is. It, it, it just goes to show you that the conspiracy theories is always truth to something. So all the old legends about, yeah. you know, the Bible, even all the old legends that there's always some truth to it, right? Mm-hmm. They're always getting visited by these people. Well, they probably were. There was probably something going on, like all the ancient alien shows mm-hmm. and all stuff. Like, there's always some truth to there, it. There's obviously, you know, some over the edge ones, but just like yeah. anything else, there's always extremes to it. But uh, you know, there is a lot of them that can have proved themselves to be true, and and certain things like that. So. It's something that, you know, I pay attention to certain ones unless they just get too deep for me, you know. But yeah. uh, it, it's uh, a lot of a lot of things came to light with this whole coronavirus thing. And I'm, I'm totally we, we share the same belief that it all happened to kind of disrupt something Trump was doing. I mean, this guy, I feel like a lot of that stuff you were talking about, to, you know, the people beat like the Democratic Party or whatever, having a, a demonic presence pretty much. I, I always think that, like, Trump came in and tr- he knew about something, you know, that that we don't know about because yeah. he is who he is. And he comes in, and, and that's the reason he did it. I'm not necessarily saying he cares about us, like you said, too. Someone with that much money or whatnot doesn't care You know about what it is with Trump? I, I, I'm not saying he's some sort of person, like, he cares about us or whatever. Mm. I think he does care about America. Yeah, I really that, think he that. does care about, and like, he the cares poor about American good people. and evil. And I think, yes. you know... You, you see certain things and you hear about certain things that go on in that party or with particular people. No, but Trump, the Trump's personality, this is what I think about Trump. He loves throwing wrenches and things. Yeah. He does. Yeah, he like, does, yeah. He, it could be anything. And he would just love to stir up the pot, yeah, no? That's what I love about him. He's almost stuff. like a, a, the ultimate troll. You know, he's <laughs> yeah, the king yeah. of trolls. King troll, for sure. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, Trump threw that wrench in and, and China is, is on the rise, right? Now... We're starting to hear all these murmurs that are coming out now. China, they're they're talking about this thing called the Shield, where China actually had the vaccine for this before they released it, or they were working on the vaccine for this before they released it. Now, this is something that is not really being debated anymore. There's a lot, a lot of murmurs going on, and I'm telling you, the truth is going to come. That when you start hearing the murmurs and you start seeing people get censored, it usually means it's because it's true. So China had this, what you call a quote unquote shield where they had the vaccine and it, it was like the virus got out a little too soon or something. They, they were working on some sort of bio warfare. So I'm not trying to stoke fear, but I'm trying to tell people that there are facts. There is some truth to this. And we're wondering, you know, why isn't the USA combating this? You know, Trump had mentioned he wanted to put sanctions on them. Then Biden comes in and does nothing at all. And we don't hold China accountable for any of our American deaths. Um, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not, I think millions at this point, maybe we might be in the one point something million of COVID. I think we're I think we're at like 500 something in the US, 500 something thousand. Um, but still, a lot of Americans died because of this. And it was because of China's negligent negligence at, at a minimum. And we're still not doing anything. So the point of this is with lack of leadership and lack of people representing us and protecting us from foreign enemies, remember foreign and domestic, you're right as a president, right? Ryan, mm-hmm. only thing you have to do is protect us against enemies, foreign and domestic. 
And what do we get? Nothing. So who's left? It's it's the American people that are left. And it really is us that need to fight this this kind of world war, this spiritual war. And we have to fight it on two fronts. We have to fight it just like the Chinese do. We have to think of a long-term game and a short-term game. And you ask, how do you stop it? You can't. You're never going to stop it. It's biblical prophecy that the, that uh, there's going to be another superpower. It's going to be China. The United States isn't even mentioned in Revelations of the Bible because we, we don't exist at that time. <laughs> yeah. We're probably wiped off the map, to be honest. But how do you stop it? Um, you don't. You delay it. So the sacrifices that came before us, Ryan, right? The people that fought in World War II, all those people that all our, our parents sacrificed for us, there's always a generation. Every generation sacrifices to an extent. Mm-hmm. And lucky for us, all we have to do is go to school board meetings, vote, be loud, and be present, and not let someone take our nation away, not Mm -hmm. let someone commit tyranny. That's Mm -hmm. all we have to do. We don't have to go to war just yet. We don't have to go pick up the gun and get drafted. We just have to do that. And that's, I mean, I think Ryan's on board with with that. What What are the steps people should be taking to combat this? A big thing is paying attention. You know, sometimes you try to, uh, block things out um like we were talking about earlier i try you know in taking certain steps with my relationship with christ and stuff i try to block out some negative because you know there's things i have to pay attention to and too much um anger or getting upset might interrupt that so but it is important to pay attention and it's important to learn a lot of things and and because you know, especially um, the whole liberal, the, the way they argue is to basically, they're pretty knowledgeable on certain things, but they they almost like um, water it down and just keep it to like a, a specific thing and they'll just keep fighting you with that thing over and over again. So that right. way, you know, they might say, um, you know, it could be anything like a lot of times they'll say, oh. Like abortion, like, yeah, my body, my say choice. you're talking about something and they'll all say, well, uh, Trump made, made fun of a special ed guy one time and that's all I needed to see. So that's how they'll do it. They'll just right. keep repeating the same thing. Right, so, they have one talking point or one bad thing, and then they'll it, harp it's, on it's it. It's almost like uh, an art of war thing. You have to know, you have to know what's like how to rebuttal to certain things because they're always going to argue. So it, the best, the best way to fight it, I think, is to um, pay attention, um, have some knowledge, and and then, like you said, go to. Um, you know, you obviously vote and, um, you know, look into not just, um, you know, the the president or, you know, the Republican Start Party. Start fighting yeah, local. look locally. Start fighting yeah, locally. Locally. And-, and, and that's the next thing I want to mention here is so the long-term plan for us has to be our school boards mm-hmm. and getting involved with those because that's your that's shaping the young yep, minds the young that are for tomorrow. So that's the, a good, good idea. I like that. The long-term, yep, the long-term fight in what Rhode Island Reds and, and, and Ryan and I and, and a lot of friends, we're, getting, we're aligning with some people here. And I want people to wake up to this. We're, we're getting together, people. People are waking up. The Great Awakening is amongst us. So we are going to go to these school board meetings, even when we don't have kids. Uh, uh, I want to speak, speak something on that. Go and, ahead. Uh, you know, it's funny. So this is election time, right before the election. And uh, I have a 14-year-old daughter. And uh, so this is uh, last year. I, well, it might have been earlier this year. But anyways, so I'm at her house, and she's at school. I don't remember. You know, I, I'm, I'm there for some reason. So I hear the teacher talking to her. I, I forget the particular subject, but it was a relevant subject, maybe mathematics or something, yeah. uh, to, to what he was asking. So he's talking to them about who they're going to vote for. And then, huh. you know, my daughter being my daughter, you know, was like, uh, you know, telling them Trump. So as soon as she says Trump, he he oh, almost argues with her, boy. you know, like, oh, yeah. why, why are you want to vote for Trump? And and uh, and then he, he shot out a bunch of things that he knew would change a young kid's mind. Yes. Like, say, when you're a young kid, you, you almost go with the crowd. You also think, like, yes. um, someone can make something look evil. And you'll say, yeah, and they'll say, and you'll say, well, that's not good. That's not evil. I'm going to go for this side that is all about um, peace and stuff. Uh, well, really, it's the total opposite. <laughs> yeah, but they try exactly. to make it very deceptive. Deceptive, very deceptive and uh i actually um it was muted but i i uh like the conversation but i went i wanted to get on with the guy of course that's not something i can do until i'm uh middle school at the time so uh but i i wanted to get on and talk to him but i ended up uh sending him an email or whatnot and I, to be honest i don't even know if i ever heard back yeah, it's just uh, it's funny how they shape the the young minds, and you know, my daughter, it's 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 all about these days with TikTok and everything. It's all about 
a big thing. I remember when I was in school, a lot of you know girls might say they're bisexual to fit in or something like that. Yeah, but now yeah. it is all about anything that anything that is almost op- opposite of scripture or whatnot. They're they're pushing in the school. It's kind of funny like that, you know. It's like all about yeah. They're 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 pushing an ideology yeah. that that they themselves I don't think even believe in, but it's more cool to be on yeah, that side. Exactly. It's like there's so many people are there. You're progressive, man. We're thinking outside the box, man. Like, no, you're just doing stupid stuff that's not healthy for kids. And I really think the long-term goal is going to be the fight over our children and pulling them out of public school. I really do. Totally, totally. Pulling them out. So that's my my oldest daughter, uh, but I have another daughter with my wife and, um, uh, you know, different moms. We're we're in the process and finding different schools because totally, I don't necessarily want to go to public school. I don't want her to not go to public school because of an environment and something. It's more because of what they teach and stuff, you know, and I don't want them to shape her mind the way they choose to, you know. Like, exactly. You don't want your, because they spend a lot of time with your kid. You don't want exactly. more time than us probably. And they Think have, about the, it. The, the difference between what we teach and what they teach is they have an outside influence too because they're molding the mind of a bunch of other children who are being molded by social networks and stuff. So what they talk about is almost in agreement with other kids. So right. your kid doesn't want to be the outcast, exactly. you know, so they're thinking like, oh, this is perfect. You and then know? they go home and hear something completely different from their father. Yeah. And now they're super confused. Yeah, and they're about- almost thinking you're the, like, they, they love you and they look up oh, to you, but oh, they're thinking you're the bad guy. Like, wow, my dad's kind of evil. stop you, know? you there. Their, their ideology tells you to betray family, literally in, in plain black and white terms, that if they're not, if they're Trump voters, Oh, then they're racist, are they? You know, like so, like they do teach. They teach you to hate your own family. Yeah, in some and they probably say it in, in certain ways, like oh, yeah. you know, they might have grown up in different times or whatnot. Yeah, so almost yeah, like they yeah. don't feel bad doing it. There's a, yeah. a a slick way to a lot of that stuff, and and, and it's pretty deep, and and it, it's obviously working. I mean, that's a, another big conspiracy theory. Years ago, you would hear, especially from like. Um, you know, some extreme Christians or something, they they would talk about how the schools are trying to mold our kids' minds and turn them into everything that they are doing now. And back then, I thought it was extreme. Exactly. I was like, oh, come on, they're not going to do all this. Why why would they do this? Like I mentioned earlier, man, it's all the conspiracy theories that they end up coming true. And I swear, I swear, sometimes people say something like, recently Candace Owens went on TV and said, that the uh they they want to federalize law enforcement no more local police they want the cops to be federal so government police and i i was like candace i hate you for saying that because i didn't think of it but you just gave them an idea you really just gave them an idea so sometimes these conspiracy theories that we think of we Even actually are this. playing <laughs> but we're giving them the idea you know we're thinking i think this is what's next for them and they go ooh that's a good idea let's do that they're afraid of it ryan they said they were afraid of it let's do it you know what I mean? Like, so that's the, that's the game they play. But I want people to know out there: don't don't bother yourself with national issues. Worry about them. Pay attention to them. Do something if you can. But I'm telling you, God's people are fighting those battles. We have some people out there in this country that are fighting back against these people at a high high level, taking big lawsuits against them. That they have the money to do so. It's actually pretty courageous and, and impressive to see. So I want people to start realizing that you can control this world, but it has to be more at a local level because the local is what goes nationwide. So if we all get involved locally, we're gonna see it spread nationwide nationwide like wildfire you're going to see that you're going to see videos popping up you're going to see people start their own private schools you're going to see this stuff it's it's the great awakening is upon us and we're part of it and i'm, and I'm happy to be here mm-hmm. uh with ryan talking about it um so i i really just think uh th- there was a there was a great guy that was in the there's this tour going around and it's like this america first type of tour uh, i forget the exact name of it but it's just a bunch of public speakers they go to these big uh, auditoriums a lot of them are out in like texas and things there's none local here i would have bought tickets but we're we're seeing um, some people come out and have some really interesting things to say about this stuff. And this one guy, Vladimir Zelenko, he came out and he spoke for 20 short minutes. I'd like you guys to really listen to this. It is fantastic what this guy says. I'm going to play this for you and uh, meet you back on the other side. Here we go. Um, first of all, I want to thank God for this moment. And... I'm sure most of you know the details of my story, but I'd like to share with you some sentiments, some personal realizations, and perhaps a call to action. What I believe is going on in this generation is a war between two systems of thought. One system being the 
that we're made in God's image and that life has sanctity, we have human rights, and as such, it's God's purview how many of us live on the planet, how long we live, if we live free. The other system of thought, which could be rooted in Darwin's uh, survival of the fittest or eugenics, or probably much more uh, earlier than that, probably started with the serpent in the Garden of Eden. But that system of thought believes that there is a hierarchy in humanity, that some people are better than others, and inevitably that reverts to three types of uh, categories of people. One is the, the super, superman, like Kant would say, the ubermensch, then there's the human, the mensch, and the untermensch, the subhuman. Now, if that sounds familiar, that's because around 80 years ago, the Nazi ideology was built upon that type of system. The Nazis believed that they were descendants of Aryan gods. They believed that the Anglo-Saxons should be enslaved and serve them, and the subhumans, which I belong to, Slavs, the handicapped, political prisoners and so on, gypsies, they were meant to be thrown into ovens and become dust. Now, that ideology did not go away. It's just resurfaced now, but it's not anti-Semitic. It's completely rooted in something else. The, the elite, so to speak, they think they're evolved. I, I think they're devolved pagans, depraved pagans. And what, what, what they believe is that what they believe is that because of their wealth, power, intellectual uh, superiority, so they think, that that gives them the right to decide how many of us should be on the planet, how long we should live, who should be free, and so on. And so if you notice, any totalitarian dictatorship, the first thing they try to do is get rid of houses of worship. It's very simple why, because if I bow down to God, I'm not gonna bow down to them. And so what's happening, the mechanism that they're using is fear. There's a global mass psychosis where these depraved animals, what they've done is use the media and created a false narrative that has led us to be living in chronic anxiety and fear and human isolation. If anyone studied psychological warfare, you'll know that those two uh, points, anxiety and human isolation, will cause most people to uh, decompensate psychologically and become very vulnerable and gullible and easy to manipulate. And then they offer the false golden calf of this vaccine, so to speak, as a false promise, and people gravitate towards it as a short-term measure to relieve their anxiety. It's not intellectual, it's purely emotional. And if you challenge someone, even the most intellectual people, but who fall into, into this trap, if you challenge them, they become belligerent because what you're really doing is bringing them back into that anxiety state that they so deathly don't want to be in. So the, the reality here is I'm a big fan of King David and his Psalms, and he gives a very good prescription for life. He says, turn away from bad, do good, and live. So in this particular case, turn away from bad is very simple. Don't give in to the fear. Do not isolate yourself at all from the people you love. Don't take the poison death shot. Do good means if God forbid you're in the higher risk category, take simple, over-the-counter, natural, antiviral, anti-inflammatory prophylaxis. And if God forbid you do get sick, start treatment day one. Do not listen to the murderous NIH, CDC, FDA, WHO. They're the enemies of the people. Do not listen to their advice, because their advice is, is a death sentence. They tell you to delay treatment. Do not do that. If you follow those two simple rules, turn away from bad, do good, you will live. There's no reason to be afraid. And Really, what, we live in a glorious time. Some of you know that uh, four years ago I was diagnosed with terminal cancer. 
uh, something called uh, pulmonary artery sarcoma. No one knows about it because there's only 10 cases a year in the world, and they're all found at autopsy. And yet, four years later, I'm still talking to you. But something interesting, I, I, I was wondering why God spared me. And something interesting happened as I went through the process of having this type of cancer. There was no treatment for it. So what do you do? So you innovate. <laughs> I had skin in the game, you know, it was my life. So I, um, <laughs> so I came up with a treatment that ended up, I, was found, I found a certain drug online that I thought may work. I went to see the oncologist, I asked him about it, and he said to me, you know, I invented that drug. I said, you're the person in the world I need to talk to. <laughs> and so that taught me a lesson. Because if you jump ahead three years later, I found myself in the epicenter of the worst outpatient outbreak of COVID in, in America, thousands of sick patients and no treatment. So what do you do? You innovate. So my own personal health uh, situation taught me a lesson which I found interesting that it became very relevant, important skill to have when dealing with a unknown global crisis. And the other thing I learned, I actually was told I was gonna die. Um, I had already written a long letter to my children saying goodbye and, and trying, to, I have young children, I wanted them to know who their father was. And, but something interesting happens when you're in that state where you really believe you're gonna leave this world and go see God, you stop fearing human beings. And so that's a very useful skill to have when you step on the toes of the most lethal animals on the planet. But see, people ask me, aren't my, I've been on assassination lists and all that stuff, am I afraid? And the answer is no, and I'll tell you why. Because we live, what, 50 years, 60 years, 80 years, 100 years, 20 years, in the grand scheme of things, it's all finite. But the beautiful thing about finite existence is that God gives us consciousness, he gives us free choice, and he enables us through our choices to connect with the infinite. And so would I sacrifice a relationship with the infinite, with the eternal, for one a few moments of convenience during the, my finite life? The answer is no. I will sacrifice everything I will sacrifice everything so that the next generation, you know, we live, we thought we used to live in freedom. And you know, freedom isn't free. We were free, or we thought we were free, because of the sacrifices of the previous generations. The question is, will our children be free? And the answer depends, are we willing to sacrifice? This is our storming the beaches of Normandy moment. This generation has been tasked with, um, the ability and the responsibility of looking at the primordial serpent right in the eye and saying no and decapitating him. And the only reason why this has happened is because we're letting it happen. Because there's many more of us than them. And the tactic of the enemy is to scare us and divide us. And when we're divided, that's when they could pounce at us in sections. And the, the answer, the solution to that is to rise up in, in hopefully nonviolent civil disobedience, reject all tyranny, reject the dictates of the demented puppet in the White House, and realize that we're fighting a well-entrenched um, enemy that has a head start. However, we have something they don't have, which is called the God Scaler. This is a David versus Goliath situation. And David 
needs to, we are the David, collective humanity of God consciousness. The enemy wants to destroy God consciousness. We have to go in the opposite direction. We need to instill into our children basic morality. And what I mean by that is we should take our children out of public schools. For many years, the public school system has attempted to destroy the souls of our children by teaching them depravity, normalizing depravity. Um, if many of you know that there were two cities in the Bible that were destroyed, Saddam and Gomorrah, and the question is asked, why were they destroyed? So one answer is because they were immoral, but that, that's not the answer, because every place was immoral. What was so unique about them? So that one of the answers is they, they normalized immorality. They made it the law of the land. And that is a way of saying, God, we don't want you here. We reject you. And so we need to go in the completely opposite direction. We take our children out of the spiritual danger that they're in in the public school system, and now the physical danger. According to the World Homicide Organization, According to the World Homicide Organization, they issued a, a decree that if your children are in school, that's implied informed consent, meaning, meaning that you could have prevented your children from going to school. The fact that you didn't and they're in school means that you are giving consent to the schools to forcibly, through coercion, vaccinate your children. So now they're attacking not only the souls, but the bodies of our children. You know, in decent societies, parents sacrifice themselves for the well-being of their children. Every parent wants their children to have a better material and spiritual existence. In pagan societies, they sacrifice the children for the purpose of the adults. And that's exactly what's happening. According to Dr. Michael Yadin, the former vice president of Pfizer, he told me personally, and he also said it, in the media, that for every one child that dies from COVID, a hundred die from the vaccine. I'll say that again. For every one child that would die from COVID, a hundred die from the vaccine. So in other words, the vaccine is a hundred times more lethal, deadly to children. So let me ask you, what's the difference if I cut the throat of a child throw them into a volcano or off a cliff or inject into them a poison death liquid that has a hundred time factor of lethality over the virus we're supposedly trying to protect the children from. It's child sacrifice. So we need to reject idolatry, paganism, child sacrifice, because that's what's going on now. There's nothing new under the sun. This is a biblical replay of a, this is a biblical war. This is a war that goes from the very beginning of creation itself and now is, has ex expressed itself on the battlefield of COVID-19 and the poison death shot. But we could reject it. We could say no. We can turn to God. And here's my advice. Happy birthday to everyone, by the way, because God just made you. <laughs> creation is dynamic. Creation ex nihilo, it's every instant of time is an act of recreation. What that means is you're not alone. That means God is making you. And if he's making you, he's with you. So we know that anxiety, fear, only lives in the psychological and emotional space where the consciousness of God is absent. If you fill that void with God consciousness, by the way, it's hard work to keep the divine in your, to be mindful of the divine constantly is hard work. But so what? This is, what's, this is what's necessary in order to withstand this onslaught on the human soul, on the collective human soul, on the collective human goodness and the fact that we made in his image.
So my blessing to, to, to the whole world, to all decent people, is rise up. This hill is worth dying on. It's time for us, this generation, to pay the price so that our children could live with God consciousness, with freedom, and, and be able to thrive. And whether or not that will happen is directly um, correlated to what we do now, today. And so, it is my sincere prayer and hope that like-minded, God-consciousness and people should collate together into cities of refuge, of decency. And even though the majority of the world are continents of tyranny, I know that, but nevertheless, a little light pushes away a lot of darkness. God is waiting for our choice. So, um, they still have time, or? So, um, just to nip this uh, potential uh, future weapon of fear in the bud, the sociopath, the psychopath, uh, Bill Gates, announced uh, a few weeks ago that uh, he's concerned about a smallpox outbreak. Now, I would, I would take his word seriously, not because he's a prophet, but because he's a criminal, and, and he knows foreknowledge of what will happen. You know, um, smallpox only exists in two places in the world, supposedly, in uh, what's called BSL level four labs, the highest level security labs in America and in Russia except a few weeks ago, apparently, four days after he spoke, a few vials of smallpox were found in an unsecure refrigerator at a Merck laboratory in Philadelphia. So I, I saw a potential new weapon of fear. So I'd like to defuse that weapon right now. There's a solution for smallpox. American Indians knew about it. In the 18... 60s and 1870s, The Lancet and British Medical Journal published uh, data about a plant called Saracenia purpurea. People may know it as the pitcher plant. It grows in America, it eats flies. But apparently, an extract from that plant kills smallpox. I'm open sourcing this information because I think I, I want to diffuse the weapon. I want to. I want to uproot the enemy's ability to continue to use fear. And so, we all come from the same source. You're all, my my four-year-old daughter at one time told me, Daddy, you're my brother. I said to her, I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, God is my father and he's your father, right? So we're all brothers and sisters, and we all are made in the image of God. We all are given the gift of consciousness, the gift of free choice, and we should all use that gift in the right way by choosing to put on the yoke of heaven and take the yoke of our own fears and the yoke of other people's evil agendas off of us. Because there's only one free type of person, I'll end with this, only one type of free person in the world that's someone who chooses to be a servant of God. Thank you. Yeah, so that guy, I mean, just let that sink in for a minute. That guy is amazing the way he explained what's going on in this world. Um, 
we, we just want to let you guys know out there that we have a lot to come. So RoadToRed.com, R-H-O-D-E-T-O-R-E-D, RoadToRed.com is launching this week, uh, at least before the New Year's. It's going to have your articles of the day, week, month. It's going to have a lot of stuff about elections, how you can get involved, blogs. It has our podcast links. Uh, it's got a lot to it. And another thing to come here, Ryan is interested in meeting me every week or so and going over some of the uh, some of the new the new things we want to bring up. We want to start a new segment, which is a Christian podcast that gets released every Sunday. We really think that it's something that could could go to the young minds in just a short, maybe half hour every Sunday. But going into this going into this Christian podcast, we want to ha- we have a couple uh, scriptures we want to read that relate to this episode. So. For those that are in this fight and in this battle and losing their jobs over vaccine mandates and things like that and really fighting with us, this is what we want them to know. Ephesians 5.11, take no part in the unfruitful, the works of darkness, but instead expose them. And that's what we're doing. We are exposing evil. Now, 1 Peter 5.8, be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around you like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. He's always looking to devour you. That time that you're falling into sin or whatever it might be, he's looking to devour you like he has these politicians, the Hillary Clintons mm-hmm. of the world. They, he, they've been devoured. They're over. Now, these are the people we're fighting against. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let Ryan take this one away. This is one of the most important ones. Uh, this this is a, a good section of verses to help you um, put on the armor of God and to um, stand against evil powers and dark principalities and everything a final word be strong in the lord and in his mighty power put on all of god's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of the truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion, staying alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. And pray for me too. Ask God to give me the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan. And the good news is for Jews and Gentiles alike. I am in chains now, still preaching this message as God's ambassador. So pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. Amen. So Ryan's going to take up some of this stuff and, and bring this to us every Sunday morning, hopefully. I mean, uh, uh, if yeah. God's, if you know, if if it's God's will, right? Whatever God's will, whatever He wants to do, you know. Uh, I want you to know, um, for any believers out there or any non-believers, I will be, you know, praying hard on anything I write, and um, you know, only talking about what I feel He wants me to talk about. And uh, you know, if He doesn't, even if He doesn't want me to talk about nothing, then I got nothing to say. We'll talk about something <laughs> else, you know. <laughs> yep, and uh. Yeah. What we're doing here is we're we're honestly we're trying to build God's army in one way or the other. We've got talks of militias and things like that down the mm-hmm. pike. So we've got the website, we've got the Christian podcast, and we're we're talking to get more and more more and more serious about this. So and you you want to be able to keep the peace and and maintain your spirituality and keep that mindset while being able to change the world because it's important. It's important, like you said, in our schools and our children's minds and all that. It's not something we can just uh, turn our backs to and, and, and just let the enemy take over, you know. So like you said, like that first said, uh, I think it was Ephesians 6.10, uh, you know, we got to expose them, um, yep. you know. And, and, and But while doing that, we can't continuously let in hate and, and you know, all that stuff because that's easy to do sometimes. The thing I take from that armor of God scripture, one of them is— when he says put on use use the full armor of god and do not let the enemy you know basically take you 
I think it's that you have to live a holier life. Mm-hmm. And if you have that whole, you're living that holier life, that means you have more armor of God. That and the, um, you know, the, the like it says, uh, actually in your verse, the devil's a roaring lion looking to devour. Um, so basically the devil's very deceptive and, uh, you know, the scripture is truth. So, you know, if you have that scripture and you, you memorize it and you have the truth with you, anything that he tries to put against you, you already know is not true because you know the truth, you know, you know what's right, you know the truth of the word. And uh, so that's basically like, uh, and then putting on the armor of faith, uh, yeah, I mean, um, with the shield of faith, all that stuff, that's uh, that's all part of it. So basically it's just breaking down things to help you fight the enemy's plan because God knows that the enemy is smart and deceptive and, and knows us well too. So, you know, and the enemy knows scripture too. So that's written in the Bible. But uh, anyhow, so it's uh, it, it totally is to help. He knows you're going to get attacked and it's to help you fight that attack you know i mean how do you fight an enemy's attack with armor right so basically it's just helping you to um fight what comes at you and what what the enemy throws at you and that's what we're doing here thanks for coming on ryan oh thank you thank you for having me we're gonna leave you out here but uh as usual our our beautiful outro song just spreading the word the word the great awakening spread it to the next and spread it to the next good night his next door brother three awaken rise it down and Place upside down, many awake will cause such a fuss. It finally wakes all of us. One man wakes with dawn in his eyes. Surely then it multiplies. Surely then it multiplies.